Welcome to this podcast brought to you by Pointer, the school for journalists. This is Roy Peter Clark, author of the book Writing Tools, 50 Essential Strategies for Every Writer. And this is the podcast version of tool number 33, Repeat, Repeat, and Repeat. Purposeful repetition links the parts. Repetition works in writing, but only if you intend it. Repeating key words, phrases, and story elements creates a rhythm, a pace, a structure, a wavelength that reinforces the central theme of the work. Such repetition works in music, in literature, in advertising, in humor, in political speech and rhetoric, in teaching, in homilies, in parental lectures, and even in this sentence, where the word in is repeated ten times. Writers use repetition as a tool of persuasion, few as skillfully as Michael Gartner, who, in a distinguished and varied journalism career, won a Pulitzer Prize for editorial writing. Consider this excerpt from his editorial, Tattoos and Freedom. Let's talk about tattoos. We haven't seen the arms of Jackson Warren, the food service worker at Iowa State University, but they do sound repulsive. A SWAT sticker on one, KKK on the other. Ugh, that's obnoxious. The administrators at the university think so too. So in a res- response to a student's complaint, they've, quote, temporarily reassigned Warren to a job where he won't be in contact with the general public. Ugh, that's outrageous. Gartner's repetition of ugh and that's obnoxious, that's outrageous, frames the argument for protection of free speech, even when that speech is expressed in a hateful way. For Gartner, repetition is never accidental. It's a refrain, he told my colleague Chip Scanlon, and here's what he said. The rhythmic refrain with a different tag on it each time, it's almost a musical device. I love Broadway musicals and have always thought I could write a musical. Couldn't write the music, but I could write the lyrics because I like wordplay and rhymes, rhythms and beats and cadences. Sometimes I think these editorials are the lyrics to a song that has never been written. That was Michael Gartner. In the hands of master teachers and poets, repetition has a power transcending the rhetorical, ascending to the level of myth and scripture. These words, for example, from the book Night by Elie Wiesel, are attached to a wall of the United States Holocaust Memorial Museum. Never shall I forget that night, the first night in camp, which has turned my life into one long night, seven times cursed and seven times sealed. Never shall I forget that smoke. Never shall I forget the little faces of the children whose bodies I saw turned into wreaths of smoke beneath the silent blue sky. Never shall I forget those flames which consume my faith forever. Never shall I forget that nocturnal silence which deprived me for all eternity of the desire to live. Never shall I forget those moments which murdered my God and my soul and turned my dreams to dust. Never shall I forget these things, even if I am condemned to live as long as God himself. Never. Repetition can be so powerful, in fact, that it can threaten to call attention to itself, overshadowing the message of the story. If you're worried about too much repetition, apply this little test. 
Delete all the repetition and read the passage aloud without it. Repeat the key element once. Repeat it again. Your voice and ear will let you know when you've gone too far. And that is tool number 33. Repeat, repeat, and repeat. Purposeful repetition links the parts.